Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Daisy, Daisy. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pierce. Thanks for calling the Kids Edition. Hi, Daisy. Hello. Hi, Daisy. How did you go? Did you get a kick? Yeah, I got to go. <gasps> The official AFL Select Footy Stars Collector Cards for serious collectors, big and small. And the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. An RACV and TAC road safety initiative. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pierce on SEM. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Kids Edition. You're listening with me, Daisy Pierce. Looking forward to a great show, as always. Can't wait to speak to the kids out there. All our Oz kickers and junior footballers who have plenty to share when it comes to footy. I always walk out of here enlightened and thinking about something that I hadn't previously thought about, whether it's about a game or a player or something completely random and unrelated to footy, like donuts, as we did last week with Olive, who gets a donut every time Josh Dacos kicks a goal for the pies. I loved that one. I wonder how many donuts she'll get today. When Josh Dacos lines up against the Blues in a big blockbuster clash, the traditional rivalry, for the first time in a long time, it means plenty because the Pies, well, they're hanging on to seventh spot. Should should stay in the eight, having had a look at the draw, you'd think. But the Blues, well, I think it's either them or Melbourne with the box seat to take eighth spot. So a big game for the Blues trying to secure their first finals berth in a long, long time. And what better way to do it than to get across the line against the Pies today? It wouldn't stitch it up, but it would take them on their way and keep them alive. But plenty of calls coming up and, as always, prizes. The footy cards are there. Big pack of footy cards from Select Footy Cards, the collector's card for all ages, available at all good news agents and supermarkets. And then the limited edition booster tag T-shirt as well uh, for all those kids that are a bit smaller and need to still be in a booster seat when they get in the car. It's an initiative from RACV and the TAC. So a T-shirt coming your way as well if if you're one of our uh, uh, little roving type callers. 1300 736 736 is the number to call if you want to get involved. We can talk AFL or AFLW, of course. Um, starting to head towards draft time in AFLW, which is pretty exciting as we get ready for the 2021 season. Um, But we can also talk your footy because we hear enough about the AFL, don't we? All week on every channel and every phone and computer you pick up, you can find out about the AFL. But it's hard to find out about your footy uh, when you're not in your family. So Give us a call and tell us what's happening in your footy, as you always do. one 736 736 Get involved in the Kids Edition and have a chat with me, Daisy. Plenty of calls already coming in, so we might get straight to a couple. But after we do that, we're going to have a couple of guests on the show today. We've got Shane Jackson, who is a dad in Gippsland, but he's also a big footy coach. Gives back to the local footy club through junior footy and senior footy, so... Look forward to chatting to him. I know footy for the juniors and the seniors, I believe, is on hold up there. So I know it's the kids that are missing footy, but it's also a big, big part of the weekend of all the volunteers and parents that are involved in uh, junior and 
community footy as well. So we'll chat to Shane and um, hear from him how he's handling it, what they're doing to keep the kids engaged. So I look forward to that. And we've also got Marissa coming up from the Pretty Foundation. So the Pretty Foundation is a wonderful charity that does a lot of work about positive body image in kids, which is a, a big problem, bigger than you could ever imagine, really. I know I always thought it was a bit of a, an issue for teenage kids that start worrying about um, body image, but it, it starts much, much younger, which is sad. So that area of work needs a, a lot of attention. And I'm a big, big fan of the work that Marissa does at the Pretty Foundation. So I uh, I look forward to chatting to her and she's got a great book series out with some great messaging about pos positive imaging, uh, body image as well. So we're going to chat to Marissa later in the show as well. But first things first, let's get to Kevin in Broadford. He's a Bombers fan, I believe. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Thanks for calling the Kids Edition. First time on the phone to our radio station? Yeah. Oh, well, it's great to have you. What an honour. Now, you're Bombers. Take me back yeah. to, to that on Thursday because it was look it was looking pretty nerve wracking at half time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. What what did I they was scared of the start? Pardon? I was scared of the start. Oh, it was a bit of a nervous start, wasn't it? And what did the bombers do to turn it around? Um, we we came back and we won by sixteen points. That's right. And oh, wasn't it great to see your big number six back out there running around? Yeah, Jordana Hurst. That's him. Kicked three goals, wasn't it, in the end? Yeah. Who's your favourite? He's my favourite now. It? Oh, oh, he is now. Who was your favourite before Joe came back? Well, it was Tip and Woody inside. Oh, good choices. You got both ends of the ground covered there. That's good. Uh, Tip and Woody, oh, he doesn't need much of the ball to have a big impact, does he? He's a great player. Nah, he Kicked doesn't a few really. good goals this year. And Adam Saad, he's probably been one of your best defenders, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And so fast. He's you... My mum's got twins. My mum has twins like you. Oh, how old are your twin, your brother? and uh, What are they, boys or girls? Both. One of each, like us. Mm-hmm. How old are they? Um, two, nearly three. Uh-huh. So a little bit older than Roy and Sylvie, my twins. What are their names? Lily and Ryan. Willie, Lily and Ryan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, very good. I'm sure you're a good big brother. It's good that you're going to have some more people to kick the footy with you soon, Kevin. Yep. <laughs> What about your footy? Do you play Auskick up there in Broadford? Nah, in Wandong. Oh, Wandong. Is it you? Are you? You wouldn't be playing at the moment. You have to wait for a bit, or? Yeah, wait for a bit. Yeah, won't yeah. be long. It's coming. It's coming. Hopefully, we're starting to get on top of this darn virus, and we'll all be back out there playing footy soon. But what are you doing in the meantime to make sure you're getting plenty of kicks in? Sounds like Dad loves his footy as well. Yeah, I kick the footy with him and I sometimes stay up and watch the Bombers play footy oh, you're at lucky. night. What, they let you, Mum and Dad let you stay up late? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Very good. Nice to be able to watch your team, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, thanks for calling. Do you collect footy cards up there in Broadford? Is that a thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I do. Oh, good, because I'm going to send you some. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll send you a T-shirt as well, the Booster Tag T-shirt. Great start. Hey. Thanks, Kevin. Good hey. luck to your Bombers for the rest of the year. Um, I will. They might sneak into the finals. You never know. Yep. Go Bombers. Go Bombers. <laughs> Go Bombers. That's right. Good on you, Kevin. Thanks for calling. Great to hear from you. First time on the show. How's that? He was a star. So if you've never called the Kids Edition before and you've sat there listening thinking, oh, should I? I would. I'm, I'm pretty friendly. And at the end of the day, you get footy cards. <laughs> so get involved. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Jack is next in Tasmania who, I don't know if he could even get into his bedroom anymore. He's probably got that many footy cards because he is one of our mainstays. How are you, Jack? Hi, Daisy. What's happening this morning? Well, we're getting... So since all the floods happened, we were going to get new carpet for the... um. We're getting new carpet for all the bedrooms. Not just because of all the floods, but we were going to get it anyway, so we thought we would just do it a bit earlier. Fair enough. So all the carpets are ripped up? Uh, not yet, but we have... We'll—I don't know when—but all of our beds are in in all of the kids' beds are in the lounge room. Oh, so you're all going to be bunked and, in there together. Mum and Dad's bed is in the playroom, but their mattresses are in their room. Oh, fair enough. It's going to be a bit of a disruption for a little while, but you're used to that. You've had experience with this, backing up to play footy after going into the hub in the hotel when the laundry flooded this year. I thought about you on Thursday when your Tigers touched up the West Coast Eagles, beat them. We'll get back to your Tigers because what is it with this knack they've got of just timing it perfectly? They've just skipped up into the top four, knocked off West Coast, who are the premiership favourites. They just know how to get it right, but we'll get back to that. The Eagles, they struggle when they've been in hubs. And I thought, I wonder if Jack will have any tips for them when we speak on Sunday morning on the Kids Edition. What would you say to a team that's trying to live in a hotel away from their own bed but then play good footy? Because you did it recently. What would your tips be? So it's the same with, like, home games. There's Don't try to think of the differences to that game than games at your own place. Oh, so, you know, there are differences. They're undeniable, but don't focus on them. Just get on with yeah. them. Okay. Good advice. I like it. Try and, and ignore them. Since the me in the hotel, footy players are going to like hotels and stuff a lot. But, but since, and you're only in there for a little while, so you, you're going to have to get used to that hotel too. Oh, so try and make it home like. You gotta be you gotta be a little bit relaxed and comfortable so you're ready for the game. Oh yeah, so just in a way, just embrace it. Make it home. Settle right in. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It was a good approach. It worked for you, didn't it? Yeah. And now back to like your tigers. We, oh sorry, go, finish off. Like we were in there a bit longer than footy players would actually because we played two games when we were there. Yeah, so yours was the longest in there. Oh, well, I'm sure West Coast Eagles will be taking note of all of that and they might bounce back back next week. But your tigers were too good for them, weren't they? 
Yeah. They could hardly miss. I don't think they'd missed a shot until that one very, very late. Yeah. And where do you keep finding these Tom players? Tom Lynch. Oh, you go. Tom Lynch was amazing. He was, wasn't he? Especially early. Yeah, early on. Your stars are amazing, but the ones I want to ask you about is these Noah Bolters and Jake Arts. Where do you find these guys? Well, that's all, that's always the risk with like getting new players. What do you mean? It's the same with like when you're getting new players. You don't know all their attributes that well. And then you're just back in the coaching. Yeah, and work on what they're the best at. Well, it's working down at Tigerland, isn't it? You, I reckon yeah. you'd be starting to get very comfortable. But not too comfortable because <laughs> I could get knocked out of the top eight really easily. Good answer, Jack. I was just testing you. Hey, thanks for calling. Great to chat as always. We better keep moving through. We've got two Harrys waiting. The next two callers are both called Harry. So how's that, Jack? I'm sure I'll speak to you next week in our big grand final of the kids' edition for the year. Oh. Good luck at footy. I didn't even get a chance to ask him. But the Canberra Tigers, they'll be taking on someone down there in Tassie. But um, I'll have to ask him next week. Harry in Townsville is next. Hello, Harry. You're talking with Daisy on the Kids Edition. How are you? Good. That's good. Now, you're the big Brandon Parfit fan, aren't you? Yeah. He went all right on Friday, didn't he? Uh-huh. He was laid a few important tackles. The Cats, were you worried early? Uh, yeah. Come on. Any Geelong supporter would have had to be worried. Six goals down at quarter time. I'd nearly written them off. Had you? Um, I honestly, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I love the honesty. Oh, I thought you, you considered bluffing, but I like the honesty. That's fair enough. They were good. Well, dogs were very good early. Um, yeah. Six goals to zip in the first quarter, but then the cats just started slowly pegging them back. Paddy mm-hmm. Dangerfield was very, very good. Okay. And um, me, me, Dad, my brother Jack, Mom and Zara and um, Grandma and Pa, we're doing a tipping competition. Oh, tell us about this. Let's get to the real news. Sorry to waste half your time talking about the cats. Tell me about this kicking competition. Uh, tipping. Oh, tipping. Who's winning? Um, uh, who's winning, Dad? I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> so you tip who you think's going to win each week? Yeah. Who we have started... you tipped? How many have you tipped so far this week? How many? Five. So what? You're five from five? Oh, three. Oh, you've missed out on one. Who'd you miss? Yeah, I missed. Oh, Melbourne last night. Ooh. Close. Few would have missed that one, I reckon. What about today? Who have you tipped? Suns and North and Carlton Collingwood. I'm pretty sure I tipped Suns. Yes, Suns, I'm pretty sure. And then Blues Pies? 
Um, pies, I'm pretty sure. And what's the prize if you win the tipping at the end of the year? We don't know. Doesn't matter. It's just about the family glory and honour of winning. Yeah. Well, you tell Grandma I'm cheering for her. Okay. <laughs> hey, Harry, thanks for getting involved. Great to chat as always. We'll send you a prize from the Kins Edition. You've got the footy cards coming your way from Select uh-huh. Footy Cards. I'm sure you've got a few of those up there in Townsville, but there are more yeah. coming. Thanks for getting involved, and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Daisy. My pleasure, Harry. Take care. More of your calls on the Kids Edition coming up after this. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce. The official AFL Select Footy Stars Collector Cards for serious collectors, big and small. And the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. An RACV and TAC road safety initiative. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce on SEM. Welcome back, everybody. Great calls so far already. Love chatting to the kids out there here on the Kids Edition and more coming up. one 736 736 if you'd like to call and talk footy with me or random things as we do most weeks. But love hearing about what's happening out there in junior footy land uh, or what you're doing to stay busy while we wait for junior footy to come back for many of us with this coronavirus. Uh, but coming up, we've got Shane Jackson, a local junior footy coach from Bansdale up there in Gippsland. So look forward to chatting to him because it's not just the kids that are missing footy right now. It's the coaches and the parents and the volunteers as well. It's a big part of um, everyone's weekend, really, if you're a uh, community football person, no matter your age. So look forward to chatting to Shane. We've also got Marissa Forsyth from the Pretty Foundation who... I am an ambassador for their charity. They do some great work around positive body image um, and encouraging kids to celebrate body diversity and have a go and participate at all different sports. And that's the main message of the new kids book they've released. Um, it's part of the Charlie's Tales books and it's called, this one is called Charlie's Tales, The Sprites and the Heart Flower. So look forward to chatting to Marissa about all the work they do at the Pretty Foundation and the new book series, which is a great way of getting those messages across to our kids. Uh, but calls next. Let's get back to the kids. Harry in Epi. Hello, Harry. Hello, Daisy. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for asking. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. What's news out there in Epping? What have you been up to? Homeschool? Uh- Tick or cross? Yeah. Homeschooling, not a fan of it. I'd rather be at school, but I still do it. Good, good, man. You have to do what we have to do, don't we? But I think everyone's pretty similar. They miss their friends and going to school and getting in there, but it's going to make us love it when we get back there, isn't it? Yeah. What's your favourite subject at school? Maths. Maths. Nice. And who do you bag for in the footy again? Who have you been following? Who can we talk about? Melbourne. Please. <gasps> so you would have been happy last night. Did you get to stay up and watch them against the Saints? Yeah. It was a close game. Wasn't it? Jumped out of the blocks. Well, pretty even early, and then they stretched away in that second quarter. But St Kilda, just a couple of little mistakes from Melbourne right at the end there meant they got right back in it, and then it was just an arm wrestle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was close to the whole second half. 
Yeah. Who did you think was best on ground? Stephen May. Oh, you gave it to May because there was a lot of chatter about whether it was Petrarca who'd kicked three and or four he ended up kicking. So he kicked half of Melbourne's goals. But, yeah, Stephen May kind of held things together at the other end. Let's just say they were both very good maybe. Yeah. We don't really have to decide. They were both outstanding. Stephen May was stopping everything. He had a big matchup on Max King for a lot of the game. Uh, and then Petraka at the other end, that goal he kicked. He got the lucky bounce. Even he owned up yeah. to that, I think. But what a what an amazing goal. Do you know what I loved about or what you tell me what you loved about that goal first, Harry? He got the margin back out to ten points. <laughs> yeah, that that was handy. And Melbourne never get a good bounce. <laughs> A goal, you normally misses, and we finally got a good one. Oh, you sound like a Melbourne fan, Harry. (laughs) You're right, though. About time we got a good bounce. Um, I loved about that Christian Petraka goal, and this is a great message for kids out there, is that he, he he thought he'd taken a mark when he initially got that ball. He was up against a couple of St Kilda defenders and... He thought he'd taken a contested mark, but the umpire had called play on. But instead of stopping and getting upset that he hadn't been paid the mark, he was playing in the moment. He didn't get, you know, he just played it out. So when it was called play on, he was already to do the next thing, and that was throw it on the boot and snap for a goal. So by that stage, he had three people hanging off him. But I think a mistake we can all make is to lay there and worry that we didn't get the mark. Whereas he just kept playing. That was my favourite thing. So a good message for the kids out there, don't you think? Yeah. You would do that, I reckon, when you play. You reckon Melbourne will make the final? I reckon they will now. I, I think they're going to get there. Because yeah. who have they got to come now? Who do we play next? We've got Sydney. Sydney, Frio, GWS. And Essendon. Yeah, well, that's right. We've got more games than most teams left in it because of the makeup game against Essendon that got cancelled earlier in the year. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no easy games in footy, is there? Just this season and any season, you've got to just turn up and win them all. But all of those teams are below them on the ladder. And yeah. they don't have to play anyone at home. So... Normally, you'd look at Sydney and Fremantle and GWS and think, oh, we're going to be on the road, but everyone's on the road and you're not playing anyone at their their home ground advantage. So I think they'll get in. And they've got a very health, very strong percentage too. So they've almost got like an extra win up their sleeve with that. So let's wait yeah. and see. But I think they've, they've yeah put themselves in a position to have a crack at it, which is good. Yeah. Who's your favourite D normally? I like Petrarca, Oliver and Gorn. Great selection. They were all very good last night. Gorn on return, but still influential. Took some big marks, kicked a good goal early. Good choices. Great to chat, Harry. I'm going to get over and chat to Fletcher and Lucy next, but one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you'd like to call the show. Harry's just picked himself up some footy cards from Select Footy Cards, so they're coming his way. All right, Fletcher in Hyatt. Good morning, Fletcher. Fletcher. I think I I just mixed up your name and where you live. (laughs) I apologise for that, Fletcher. Now, 
Who do you barrack for, Fletcher? The Swans. Ah, Swannies. They had a bit of a down, a bit of a loss to Port Adelaide yesterday, but who's your favourite player? Isaac Heaney. Isaac Heaney. Good choice. He's an exciting player to watch, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> do you play footy? Do you do Oz kick? Mm, no. Not yet. Because there'll be trouble and there's violence. Oh, that's, that's right. That was probably not a good question for me because no one's getting to do Auskick at the moment if you live in Melbourne. But do you do you normally do it when there isn't coronavirus? Yes. Oh, good. Well, I promise it'll be back, okay? We'll get we'll all get back out there and play Auskick soon. What do you do? Yep. What can you do to practice footy while you're at home? Do you ever do any funny ways to practice footy? Go to the park. Go to the park. That's a great way because we're still allowed to go outside and exercise, aren't we? Yep. Run around and have a kick at the park. That's where all good footballers are made. Out in the park, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Do you hope? Is it your? Wish to one day play for the Sydney Swans? Yep. You never know. If you keep practicing in the park, you could get there. Yep. <laughs> Do you collect footy cards, Fletcher? Yes. Very good, because I'm going to send you some. Big stack of them and a T-shirt as well, a booster tag T-shirt from the RACV and TAC. Thanks for calling Thank the Kids you. Edition. My pleasure. Thank yous. You don't even have to ask for them on this show. Look forward to not having to ask for them off Sylvie and Roy. <laughs> All the parents in the um, control room are shaking their heads saying, don't don't hold your breath. But, oh, on the kids' edition, never had to ask for a thank you in my life on this show. Lucy in Ashwood. Hello, Lucy. Hi, Daisy. Thanks for calling. Pies fan, big game today. Yeah. Yep. Would you normally be going along to the MCG if it was here? Yeah. You go half to of my family barracks for Carlton and the other half goes for Collingwood. Ooh, big rivalry match then. Yeah. What What are the normal family traditions for a big Carlton-Collingwood game? Um, well, we normally go to the match um, and then go to back to our house after the game and celebrate because... Collingwood always wins. <laughs> so what's the what's the split of Collingwood Carlton? Your Collingwood, who else is Collingwood? Um, two of my other brothers and my dad, and then my mum and one of my other brothers is Carlton. And how do you was it left up to you or was there some kind of persuasion? Um, no, I used to go for Carlton when <gasps> I was really, really little. Jump ship. <laughs> How did that go down? Uh, not good. My youngest brother, he got forced to vote for Carlton because otherwise mum said she was going to leave. <laughs> she needed someone on her side. Yeah. Now, I hope you've made up a better reason just than that Carlton's been no good for the last few years for your reasons to, to, to change. Why did you jump over? Um, I'm not really sure. I was about three years old. And you just had a good think, nose yeah, for what was, was about to happen. <laughs> it was the year that Collingwood won the grand final, and that's oh. why I switched. 
<laughs> so it was because they were better. Yeah. I think you need to come up with a better story because that won't go down so well amongst the the footy fraternity. No. <laughs> Who's your favourite pie? Steel side bottom. Oh, and he's going home to be there when his baby's yeah. born, which you can completely understand, but yeah. the pies will miss him. Yeah. Sounds like Jordan Bugoe is getting close to those, so it's not all bad for the pies. Stevenson back in today. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, Lucy, thanks for calling. We'll send you out some Thank footy you. cards from Select Footy Cards. Hey, do you play? I forgot to ask. No, I don't. I just play in the backyard with my brothers. Ah, very good. Well, that's a good, good apprenticeship. You never know. You should sign up and get yeah. involved. Never too late to take it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, good to chat. Thanks for getting involved and hopefully hear from you again. Uh, quick reset yeah. here on the Kids Edition. We're going to speak to Shane Jackson next, who's a local footy legend up in the Gippsland region. We want to hear from not just the kids who are missing out on footy, but the coaches as well and hear what he's, what he's doing to keep everyone engaged. That's all coming up. The official AFL Select Footy Stars Collector Cards for serious collectors, big and small. And the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. An RACV and TAC road safety initiative. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce on SEM. Everybody, another big show on the Kids Edition here. Always love hearing from the junior footballers and Oz kickers out there and their take on footy. Uh, but it's not just the kids who love their footy uh, and who are missing footy at the moment with junior footy off and a lot of community footy off, particularly here in Melbourne. I get plenty of messages after I've done this show about <laughs> from parents and, and adults and coaches who tell me, we're missing it too. <laughs> it's the highlight of our weekends and so it should be because junior sport is just beautiful to watch and it's everything to love about footy, certainly when you get out and watch a junior footy match. Um, so I thought, why not? Let's let's hear from someone who's out there coaching and involved. So we're going to speak to Shane Jackson from the Wyong Junior Footy Club. He's a coach, he's a dad, heavily involved and look forward to hearing from them. Him. And then later in the show, we're going to speak to Marissa Forsyth from the Pretty Foundation, which is a great organisation doing a heap of work around positive body image in kids, all kids, but particularly girls, because it's a big issue amongst girls. And we're going to chat about the link that it has with poor participation rates in sport. So I've jumped on board with the Pretty Foundation and Marissa and trying to help out with some of the work they're doing because... I have loved enjoying the benefits of playing sport and I know how important it is um, in life but also for our health. So I think the more work like this to make our girls happier and more comfortable in their skin but also more likely to play sport, well, then that's something that I want to help out with. So we'll speak to Marissa about that and the wonderful book series she's released through the Pretty Foundation to help get that message across. But first up, We've got Shane Jackson from Wyung Footy Club. He's a junior footy coach at Wyung. Shane, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for coming on the program. So Wyung's down there in the Bansdale region, isn't it? Yeah, we're a suburb, I suppose, of Bansdale. We play out of the East Gippsland Football League. Very nice. Uh, so we've got, we've got eight. Uh, in the senior competition, there's eight teams. and In the junior competition, there's six. Very good. So plenty of kids running around out there. Why do you do it? So you're the coach, 
your kids, well, actually, I believe. This but... year, in, in, yeah, in season 2020, I was the president. Uh-huh. In 18 and 19, I was the coach of the under-10 side. So there's under-10s, there's under-12s and under-14s. Uh, uh-huh. so, so I heavily... did two years in the under yeah, two years in under tens, and now I've become the president. Oh, good man, heavily involved. Then, what do you love about it? What what keeps bringing you back? Uh, well, probably to, to answer that question correctly, I need to tell you my little story about football. Like, the, what I got out of football growing up, or through my teenage years and into my early twenties, is just the mateship you become. You become with everybody, and from that. Get to get, get to know people, and then the opportunities that come from that through work. Because I'm also a tradesman, a self-employed tradesman, and one of the keys to getting work is, you know, your, your social network. So through footy, I I got so much uh, job opportunities and, and work prospects out of footy, and I just want my kids to grow up. So when they become teenagers into their twenties. They're still actively involved in the game, so I know how much they opportunity they'll be giving uh, moving forward as well. Obviously, not everyone goes into uni, and if they do, that'll, that'll be well and good too. But if not, and they they stay local and they keep working, you know, it's a great way to meet people and and to uh, to get work. So at the moment, I just want them to really enjoy their footy, get the best out of it they possibly can. So when they get older, they keep playing, and. And not just my kids, all kids. They just want to. There's many kids we can get to keep playing once they get into their teenage years, into the senior years, uh, the better. So I'm just. I do all I can to try and make sure the kids have the most enjoyable experience possible um, in their in their early days, basically. Well, it's a great great reason to be involved in a good sentiment because you're absolutely right. It's one of the the major benefits, just that community aspect of it, the networking opportunities, and all the different influences that it means you expose yourself to as a kid. I couldn't agree more. What are you missing most Definitely. with it all on hold at the moment? Oh, obviously, when you are... So, my oldest kid, is 14, so I've been in the junior system for maybe six, if you include Auskick, probably eight or nine seasons now. So, basically, it becomes your routine, done. And every Sunday, you wake up early, you get your kids off the Auskick or off the junior footy, and you're always with the same parents, you're always with the same group of people. So... Naturally, if you see the same people every Sunday for an hour or two doing activities that you love and everyone loves watching their kids play sport, you obviously become you become friends with them, don't you? So you do. You miss you miss your Sunday afternoon of the footy and talking to all the, all the people you've met there. And yeah, it is just a little bit oh, a little bit flat at the moment on weekends. You sort of you've got to you try and push the kids to get outside just to have a bit of kick to kick in the front yard here. But um, yeah, it obviously. Despite the fact that you miss your social connection, the kids also missing a year of footy at junior level. It, it does. Well, I hope moving forward it doesn't affect them too much. But I just look at them how when they first start training in February or March, you know, and then the improvement they have throughout the season. They get to July or August, and they, you know, you can really notice the improvement they've had in in the six month period. To completely miss that out of one of their years of development, I hope it doesn't affect them. But I'm sure they're um, all going to come back hungry and as keen as ever. So hopefully oh, that makes up for it. <laughs> hopefully they're, they're def- that desperate that it helps us all make up for it. Hey, There's definitely no shortage of enthusiasm, no, that's for sure. No, absolutely. Hey, have you had been able to get a sense for, I mean, I'm sure you're getting a real sense for how much your own kids are missing it, but broad, more broadly than that, do you 
notice how much the kids are missing it and hear from them? And, and is there anything you've been able to do to kind of get them by and keep them engaged? Well, unfortunately, we're in stage three lockdown here. So any uh, activity with more than just your family sort of isn't allowed. So unfortunately, apart from they get to go to school, well, they were going to school for a while. They could keep in, keep their activity up there. But since school's gone to homeschool as well, it really is hard. You can't, there's not much you can do. Mm. You can you can encourage them to come outside, kick the footy with you, as we did yesterday for a little bit. But it's, it is difficult. And all the all the parents I spoke to have said the same thing. Like you just you don't want to flaunt, flaunt the rules too much, and we we're trying to get this lockdown over and done with as quickly as we can. So we are doing our best and stay inside. So it is hard, definitely. That's right. We've got to do the right thing, but hopefully, as much as we can, we just encourage all parents to get out there with their own kids, and they're the coaches at yeah. the moment, aren't they, Shane? We're talking to Shane Jackson, the local junior footy coach up at Wyong Junior Footy Club. Hey, Shane, I'm sure you're always or you're not coaching this year, president, I should say, but you're someone who knows how important volunteers are. If there are any parents or adults listening at the moment who have ever considered getting involved in their local footy club, what would your advice to them be? Oh, my advice would be your club needs you. You can never have too many volunteers. I know some people uh, can't give a lot of their time. Everyone's busy in their life and Certain people won't have certain skill sets, but you've all every person's got a skill set that can be used on a, by a club, even if it's only for an hour or two on a Sunday. There's goal umpires, there's timekeepers. Um, you know, a, a footy club. One good thing about our club, we've got lots of volunteers, so things generally run reasonably smooth on a Sunday. But if you want your kids to enjoy it, you want them to have the best possible time there. Things need to run smoothly behind the scenes, and that only happens through lots of volunteers. So, the club needs you. You make friends out of it, like as I said before, when you when you um, socialise or be with the same adults that have got similar interests a lot, obviously you become friends with them over time. So it's good social networking for you as well. And your club needs you. It'll give the kids every opportunity to really enjoy their game when they can just roll up and play and have fun and get a kick and we move on to the next one no, with no dramas, if you know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying, and here, here, I say, good on you. They wouldn't survive without the volunteers, so the more the merrier. And, Shane, thanks so much for, for getting involved and uh, giving us your time on the Kids Edition this morning. No problem at all. Take care. Shane Jackson there, who is the president up at the Wyong Junior Footy Club, but has been the coach over the years and has plenty of kids involved with some great messages there about... Um, why to get involved if you've ever thought about going down and helping your local club or getting involved in your kids' sport. So good on you, Shane, doing some great work. All right, plenty more to come on the Kids Edition. We've got Marissa Forsyth from the Pretty Foundation coming up after this short break. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce. The official AFL Select Footy Stars Collector Cards for serious collectors, big and small. And the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. An RACV and TAC road safety initiative. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce on SEM. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. You can catch the whole show on our podcast, of course. But we're going to round things out by talking to Marissa Forsyth, who's somebody I've joined forces with to try and help out with some of the work she's doing with the Pretty Foundation. Welcome, Marissa. Thank you, Daisy. Great to have you. First things first, congratulations on the birth of your darling little Micah. 
Yes, thank you. Thank you. She's officially four weeks old and uh, she's upstairs with her father uh, hiding away so we don't hear her <laughs> crying in the background. <laughs> no, she's welcome on the Kids Edition as well. Roy and Sylvia <laughs> have both featured many a times. Hey, Marisa, yeah, I'm sure yeah. her coming into your life kind of makes all this work me feel even more significant. Tell us about Pretty Foundation. Yeah, well, I started the Pretty Foundation um, based on a lot of the research that shows that you know young girls as young as four years old are dissatisfied with their bodies. In fact, over a third in Australia. And so for me, when I started it, you know, I didn't have any children at that stage, but I was super passionate about seeing girls being able to thrive as they grow older um, and not be held back by these issues. And now that I've got Micah, I'm like, oh gosh, I cannot imagine her growing up not being confident in herself and being held back in various areas of life like work or um, sports or any of these areas that these issues uh, hold girls back in. So that's why I essentially started it, to, to help girls thrive. Yeah, and you've been a girl, I've been a girl, I've experienced and it's why I wanted to get involved with what you're doing. And it, it, I'm glad I worked through it and found my way to sport, but it does hold people back from doing all sorts of things. One of those is participating in sport, which we know is so important for our health. What's the link there? Yeah, so as you mentioned, it holds girls back in various areas of life. And so sports is a big area and there's a lot of focus now in Australia in I guess encouraging girls' participation in sport because they may start off jumping into a sport, but you know by the teen years they often a lot of girls drop off uh, from sports, and one of the key areas is body image issues as as a reason as to why they do drop off. So we want to see girls participate for many reasons because it's good for their physical health, good for their mental health, but we have to address one of these reasons, which is body image and. Um, you know, obviously there's different sports they can get involved in and there's certain sports that are probably more prone to girls dropping off or not even participating. And one is is footy because, you know, traditionally girls didn't play football, AFL football, and it's like, well, you know, I can't play football because I'm a girl and my body just can't do that. And, you know, that's that's one reason why we kind of wanted to sort of get into this, address it, address some of the issues around it and, you um, ensure that girls recognise that they are skilled and they, they are able to participate in these sorts of sports as well. Prettyfoundation.org is the website. If you want to have a look at all the information, there's some great educational resources for parents out there about how to get th these messages across and how to start working on some of these things with your own kids or young people in your life. But Marissa, you've also written books that is a great way of getting the message across to the kids. The Charlie's Tales book series. Um, yeah, yeah. Peggy in the Fantastic Football last year, but this year you've got the Sprites and the Heart Flower. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so Peggy in the Fantastic Football was based on, you know, what I was talking about, that girls kind of think that they can't play certain sports or do certain things with their bodies because they've got a girl's body. Uh, so we addressed that and um, and the book went really well. And thank you, Dave, for your support in that book as well. It's fantastic. And uh, we decided, okay, well, let's extend that angle and create a second book in the sports space. And this book is all around, it's called Charlie's Tales for Sprites and the Heart Flower. And it's all around that our bodies are actually unique. So we partnered with three different sports uh, and Basketball Australia, Athletics Australia, Gymnastics Australia to showcase, it doesn't really matter. Just get involved, have a crack. We all have different skills and abilities. And as you said, Dave, there's free resources on the website. Jump on if you're a parent, educated coach, download them for free and pick up your book at, on our website or at Chemist Warehouse stores as well. 
great, Marissa. Thanks so much for getting on and all the work that you're doing. Thanks to everyone who tuned into the Kids Edition. We'll see you next week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.